Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I was listening to Jack Cornfield. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Um, in a nutshell, he um, studied and brought Buddhism to the West. He's a spiritual teacher and... He used the word fuckface and compassion in the same sentence. And what I love about that is that it makes him human. And um, I want to talk about love and kindness and the power of that practice. So I think that we associate love and kindness with – with being weak or with it uh, being a gift that we give someone, right? So it's like if I give you love, I'm giving you something, right? I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the gift. Um, so it's almost like we are doing something for someone. Uh, but I would encourage you to reframe it because love and kindness, and I, I just kind of put them together, is it's, it's not that you're giving someone something. Um, it's it's actually what's going to make you free. So I believe that as humans, um, our capacity to love, right? The kind of love that makes uh, mothers lift cars up when their kids are stuck underneath, that kind of super uh, powered love, um, it's rare. And because we don't actively practice love and kindness, especially to the people that, you know, we don't like, um, I think that our, our heart muscles are very weak. And so this idea of practicing love and kindness, you know, the power of that, um, I think it's, it's really what sets us free. And so let me explain. I think that a lot of times we get trapped or stuck. Um, I think our potential is low when we are not, you know, when we're, when we're very selective and we are, uh, when we start muting our hearts, when we hold grudges, when we have resentment, um, and also not just, you know, to other people, but also to ourselves, right? And I think that, um, when we choose, and I know that it doesn't come naturally for most of us, I know that we have to remind ourselves, um, to practice love and kindness and, I don't know what that looks like for you. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, the effort to, 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 to smile at someone or to sit in bed every night for two or three minutes and wish people that, um, that you actually don't like well, you know, and, and like genuinely hope, uh, that they have good lives. And what that does, and this is actually, um, kind of proven. I know that, um, Tim Ferriss and, and, and many other people, they've done this and they've um, experienced just like the bliss of um, wishing other people well as an exercise, as a practice and how much lighter and how much more free they feel. Um, I, I, I don't know anyone who does it, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I, I just I know that it's rare. Um, and also speaking for myself, it's not something that I do daily, but I definitely need to do more of. Um, but I do think about people that I have um, loved uh, intimately, you know, all my exes, 
Um, I don't think about them in a way that I want them back, but I do think about them in that I'm always throwing love at them. Um, anyone that I've ever shared a bed with, I uh, take very seriously and I think about them and wish them well. Um, doesn't matter what happened or or what they've said or if, you know, whatever, whatever, if it was, if there's drama and, and, uh, and anger, resentment, I, I always make an effort to, um, throw love at them. And I know someone once told me that they don't like that term because you're throwing love, like, like you're throwing water balloons. <laughs> I personally don't have a problem with that. I think it's, I still see a positive image, but, um, practicing love and kindness toward them, wishing them well, um, I, when I can, uh, and when I remind myself, uh, think about the people that I actually don't care for much and I wish them well and I, and I hope they're doing good. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hope they're, they're healthy and happy and they find meaning. Um, and when I do that, there's this, there's this, and try this, there's a, um, there's like this river of, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a calmness and a freeing feeling. Um, and, and I think it's because the people that we don't like, when we think about them, right, it brings us instant anxiety. Like it brings us that like not. And when we think about them and then and then put the intention um, to wish them well and, and hope that they are doing good, you know, uh, shoot positivity their way, it releases that not. I mean, you can literally feel it in your body. And that's just a really um, simple example of, of, I think, the power of love and kindness, of being a kind person and of loving everyone. And, you know, the other thing is it's it's not even about other people. It's, it's also about you in that um, what kind of person do you want to be and do you want to be someone who um, – thinks highly of yourself, you know, do you want to, um, live a life that, um, that you are proud of? Um, do you want to live in a way, think in a way, behave in a way that if you saw someone else, um, live that way, you would be like, wow, that's a stand-up person. You know, I admire that person. I res respect that person. Um, if you don't start putting that into action, it's going to be hard to convince yourself of that. Right. And so this is another reason why, I think practicing love and kindness always um, is only going to make you feel better about you. We'll be right back. Let's talk about sleep. We all love it, and most of us probably want more of it, especially me. You guys know that I've had insomnia for many years and still struggle with it. Let me tell you about something that has helped me tremendously. Getting a good night's sleep is so important to our lifestyle, our productivity, our potential. And 2020 has been a lot, right? And we could all benefit from less stress and more sleep. Okay, so let me tell you about Calm. We're excited to partner with Calm. It's an app designed to help you ease stress and get the best sleep of your life. Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and to get better sleep. 85 million people doing something means it's probably amazing, right? So here's what I'm going to do. For listeners of the show, that is you listening, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com forward slash angry therapist. 
That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library and new content is added every week. Get started today. Go to calm.com forward slash angry therapist and get your sleep on. Question, what's interfering with your happiness? Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? Do you struggle with depression, anxiety, stress, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem? Well, most of us do. So I want to tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you will start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not self-help. This is professional counseling. The thing about BetterHelp is they're great at facilitating great therapeutic matches and it's also free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. If you want convenience, if you want professional, if you want affordable, if you want place where it is safe and anything you share is confidential and most of all if you want something that's going to change your life you got to check out BetterHelp today as a listener you will get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com angry 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com angry life is way too short to live and struggle it's time to live better and a healthier life check out BetterHelp and I think uh, the person that it's it's going to be hardest to practice that on is always going to be you, of course, right? And so this is the uh, the final reason, um, as we approach seven minutes, why I think uh, practicing love and kindness is, is very powerful. Because when you can actually do it to other people and you make a habit of that and then you start doing it to people you actually don't like or don't care for, um, you could eventually start doing it, applying it to yourself, you know, and I think that's, those are kind of the stages. I think it's easy to um, pick someone that you really love and care for and wish them well. And that's, that's easy. That comes naturally. You all, you obviously, cause you care about the person, especially if it's, you know, someone that you are intimate with. Um, it's much harder to do it to people you don't really care for. And I think that's a great practice to do that. And then it's really hard to, uh, throw love and be kind to yourself. And so I kind of want to end with that reminder. Um, and here's the question, uh, because we could always be like, yeah, I need to remind myself to do that. And then it just kind of like stops there. Ask yourself what that looks like, right? What does it look like for you to um, love yourself more and be kinder to yourself? Uh, for me, it would be as I'm sitting here uh, with a stomach ache because I just went out and had uh, – so a friend of mine and I went out and had cream barbecue because we haven't had it in a long time. I haven't uh, I haven't um, really been craving meat, right? I'm not saying that I'm vegetarian now or anything, but um, definitely eat like probably more than half of what, what I used to eat. I used to eat meat every day, whether it was bacon or a burger or something. Um, now, probably, I don't know, twice a week, I might eat meat. And so we went to get cream barbecue, stuffed our faces, and then across the street, there was this famous um, burger joint called, I think it's called Cassell's. I don't know, it's in K-Town, but it's like this, been around since the 40s, shut down, they're back. And of course, I'm kind of a foodie when it comes to um, spots that you you quote unquote must try, and this is one of those spots. So we go there. And I was just going to have like a bite of a burger so I could get a t- get that taste in my mouth. 
um, try their food and then, you know, uh, then I was going to bring the rest home and eat it another day. Um, but of course I eat the whole fucking thing and then I eat fries um, and then I drink a Diet Coke. And that's something else that I've been staying away from that I've been really good at. And so I had cream barbecue and a burger and fries and a Diet Coke. And if you guys know what cream barbecue is, you eat until you, you basically are going to blow up. I had all that in one sitting. And so on the way home, I felt really shitty about my myself. I felt like, dude, you have no discipline when it comes to food. Um, and I started getting down on myself. And, and I knew that this is a good time to practice um, love and kindness to me, you know. And so my I allowed my inner dialogue to change, to find humor in it, to know that this is not every day, um, to be aware of how I feel and that it's okay. Um, it will pass. Um, and just be okay with it, you know? It doesn't define me. It doesn't mean that I'm a loser or <laughs> um, that I don't have discipline because I do have discipline. I do other things in my life that are healthy and that, that, that's, that I've sustained as a routine. Um, so having this one uh, binge day, I'm, I'm not beating myself up over. Now, if I didn't purposely practice that and make that intention, um, I, my default would be to beat myself up. And that's when you start puncturing holes in your self-esteem button, button, <laughs> your self-esteem balloon. Um, so it really takes effort and intention to practice love and kindness to yourself. Um, but I think the more that you do it, the lighter you'll feel, uh, the more free you'll feel. And of course, um, it's imperative. It's imperative to have that ability because we are human, kind of going back full circle to the beginning of this. Um, even someone like Jack Cornfield, who is a spiritual leader and who practiced Buddhism, and you know, he's gone on um, silent retreats for 500 days, not talking. I think you know. I think he was allowed to talk to his uh, his teacher, but other than that, for 500 days of man, I can't even. I don't even know if I could last one day of not talking. Um, but anyway, even someone like him, he was telling the story of, uh, I think he was working with some construction workers and they were just lagging and they weren't ma making the deadlines or whatever and he got really mad. Um, but he used the word fuckface and I was shocked. And, and I, <laughs> I was half shocked and half like glad. Like I, I loved him because I was like, oh, here he is being human. You know, he's allowing himself to feel anger or to lose his temper and it's okay. It doesn't define him as a spiritual teacher. So I want to end with, um, if anything, a reminder, but I want to end with a question and that is how are you practicing love and kindness? Um, not only toward other people, but toward yourself and not once in a while, but every single day. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeaux, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified, 
Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.